What's up, everybody? Jay Miller back with another What I'm. That is the show where I don't sit down with anyone. I just talk. And we talk about the things that I've been doing and um, how they've impacted me, I guess. So let's dive into it. First thing, what I've been talking about. Uh, I just had a really good conversation with a new friend, uh, Steve Lubis. I feel like we're friends now. I don't, I don't quite, I couldn't say that before, but I feel like it's there now. We had a long conversation where we talked about gaming and data and using that gaming and data. And it kind of transformed into this conversation of how the grass isn't always greener. And sometimes doing things just for the fun of doing it is better than doing it for clout or for fame or for prestige or for money. And that's one of the reasons why I do this show. Like, I, I'm i not really expecting the whole world to listen to this. I don't want the whole world to listen to this. That is a lot of pressure to put on somebody. Some billions of people listening to me ramble on about some crap. That's just not fun. But the few people that do enjoy this or get some kind of value out of it, I, I do it for that part. I do it to help declutter my mind and help me clear myself and prepare myself for a long night's sleep. Uh, and it also allows me to play with uh, different sound effects and things like that. So. That's always fun because I don't really get to do it that much. Um... So I guess the next session, the uh, the next section would be why, not what, or I guess what I'm fighting against. Let's go with that. What I'm fighting against. So on this podcast, you might, on the podcast art you look and it says an underground podcast. Uh, This is important to me. Recently it came out that Spotify purchased Gimlet Media and they purchased Anchor. And I shared my thoughts in a newsletter post um, on the J&J Media newsletter, which if you aren't subscribed to, you should. But in that post, I said, I don't know how I feel about a big hitter like Spotify owning a an easy way to create podcasts. I don't care about the Gimlet Media acquisition. I don't listen to any of the Gimlet Media shows. But the idea that a company has the ability to own how you make a show and they are rising to the point where it is important to have your show on their network, that scares me. That that becomes the idea of like the Walmart issue where you will put your stuff out and take less margin and get things cheaper so that it can be sold at Walmart because you just know that that's where all the eyeballs are. That's where people are going to see it. And again, in this conversation that I had with Steve um, earlier tonight, we talk about that. We talk about what it's like to change why you're doing something. And, you know, that's something that really scares me. When you have... I'm all for an easier way to create podcasts. I mean, trust me, the way that I do it is all kinds of janky. I got a virtual client remote desktop from an iPad into a Mac mini that's connected to Audio Hijack that's pushing some buttons. Like, I'll show you my setup one day. It ain't going to be today. But it's great 
that there are tools like Anchor and there are tools like um, what is the other thing, or I guess even Skype and stuff like that, that makes doing this thing easier and easier. The problem is when you have when you have to put your stuff in this area and the company is benefiting from it, you know, similar to like this Apple App Store deal where, you know, they're taking, you know, 20% of and you're keeping 80, except for when you're doing a podcast on Spotify, for the majority, they're keeping 100% of the audience and the listens and you're making nothing. And it's the same problem that YouTube has. It has become a problem where now if you want to create video content, you have to have a YouTube channel. You have to have an Instagram page. Like you have to have these things, otherwise you will not be discovered and the algorithm will not be satisfied with you and and your life will come to a screeching halt because you have not pleased the algorithm. But no, that's not the case. What's What's important is that you're enjoying what you're doing. What's important is that you're creating content that you're proud of. You know, that is that is something that me chasing clout brought the end to the first round of the Productivity in Tech podcast. It brought an end to productive developers. And now that I'm back and I have these brand new ventures and I have these brand new ideas, I'm not trying to make millions. I'm barely trying to make thousands. Like, I'm just trying to pay my mortgage. But at the end of the day, I'm doing it because I have a passion to help others and I want to see those people helped. And if I have a way to create content, regardless of who owns it, regardless of how it best needs to be monetized, regardless of the advertising strategy, if I have to start focusing on how it's made more than whether or not it gets made, that's a problem. And I, I know what you're saying. That sounds contradictory because Spotify is now making it easier for you to make podcasts. Well, I mean, Anchor's been doing it already, but it's whatever. The problem is I don't want people to feel like they have to subscribe to Spotify to hear my content. I don't want people to feel like they have to have an iPhone to hear my content. Like, I love the open web. I love the idea of creating code and sharing it with the world just because it's cool and interesting. And when you put things in these walled gardens, this is why I don't use Medium. Yes, I have an account. No, I haven't used it in forever. Yes, I, I did at one point, but it was for like, I think I've literally posted like three things on Medium. But when you have these walled gardens, that are preventing you from sharing content, sharing valuable content, then it detracts from the message that you have. So that's what I'm fighting against. And and before people get crazy, like, yes, I have a patronage thing that gives people access to a private link. But here's the thing. The link is not important to me. It's something that I give to them because I know that they are so invested in what I have to say that they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. If you really want to hear that content and it means that much to you, just message me on Twitter at KJOY Miller or message Product and Tech or send me an email at j at productivityandtech.com. Any of those places, 
tell me you want to hear it. I will give it to you. I will freely give it to you. And if you don't want to sponsor me because, well, you could just get the content for free, well, then that's fine because you obviously don't value the content enough to want to support it. I know that some people can't. I know that some people just don't want to, and I'm okay with that. But I am fighting in any way that I can, in my little bitty way, and that is by saying, you know what, this podcast the What I'm podcast, it's not going to be in the Apple podcast directory. It's not going to be in the Spotify podcast directory. Now, unfortunately, both of those apps, and it's not even unfortunately, if you really want the podcast, it's an RSS feed. It supports the open web. All you have to do is copy and paste the RSS feed into whatever application you're using to listen to podcasts, and it will show up. And I will also include that link in the show notes. And you can also find it on my website, (laughs) kjmiller.com. That's probably nothing you haven't heard a hundred times. So that's another what I'm. I've been ranting, and I'm tired of ranting. Um, What I'm preparing for. So in my bullet journal, I use a bullet journal. And, oh, man, I really got to have that. You know, I think that's going to be the conversation that we have in a couple of days. I don't know if I'm going to record tomorrow or not. Um, I have a lot of stuff going on tomorrow, and I probably won't get home until much later. So I probably won't record tomorrow, but I'm going to try to do this as frequent as possible um, just because I know that there are people that really want to hear this. But I'm about to hit the end of another notebook in my bullet journal. Uh, For those that don't know, I use a Midori Traveler's Notebook. Um, And then I take Baron Fig notebooks, I cut them down to size to fit into my Midori Traveler's notebook, and then I use those inserts, which are 70 pages, to bullet journal. And some people were like, oh, why don't you use one that would last a whole year? Why don't you use one that would last like a month or, you know, whatever? Uh, My bullet journals tend to last three to four weeks, which is about a month. And... So I'm getting ready to make that migration over, which comes with a review where I look at all the content that I've written, the 70 pages. I transfer all the stuff that's not been done onto new fresh pages at the back of the book. And then I use that to uh, basically take inventory and take stock in my life, figure out what needs to be done, what doesn't need to be done. And I'm going to use that transition to quickly jump into another what I've been struggling with. And this one is hard. I've been thinking about switching to OmniFocused again. And and I know people are like, oh, you know, you lose so much, you know, energy when you make these switches like this. It's a lot of cognitive load. It's a lot of work. But hear me out. I am running effectively two businesses with a day job with several podcasts, and several duties in those businesses. I am one of one person or one of two people in one business and then one of three people in another. And the others are a supporting role, not to not to knock what they're doing. Um, shout out to my other founders who have been helping a ton, but they will be the first to tell you that A lot of the work, a lot of the advertising, a lot of the marketing content, a lot of the content creation falls on my hands, which means I'm doing a lot. And again, the the idea of this, this bullet journaling thing wasn't designed 
inherently for me to go through a 70-page notebook in four weeks. That just tells you how busy I am. That tells you how crazy things are in my life. So I've been looking at OmniFocus as a way to kind of corral all of that. And I didn't start having this argument until I started missing taking medication. Um, As you can tell by my voice, which is starting to go out, uh, I've been sick. Um, And on top of that, I do take SSRIs and some mood stabilizers to help with my anxiety and my ADHD. And I've forgotten to take my, my, you know, anxiety medication like for three or four days now, just because I've been doing so much stuff. And that's not good. Like you start feeling it you start like getting the little twitches and stuff like it's not you're not supposed to just stop taking that stuff now a lot of SSRIs like they stay in your system for a long time but still you those are important things to do if you stop doing them there will be negative side effects that aren't good and I I can't have that happen so right now I am trying the in-between method which is I'm not I'm not jumped on to OmniFocus just yet. I do have it. I've, I've owned it already. I already have OmniFocus 3. I think it's a really cool tool. Um, it's almost like a whole other job just maintaining it and trying to figure it out. But once you do, it's super powerful. But I'm using Do, the Do app, uh, which is just a, a very nagging reminder. And things that are super important that I cannot forget to do, I am putting them in Do. And I've, I've noticed that I'm already late on two of the things because it says, you know, take your medicine, take your, you know, doxycycline and take your sertraline. Like that's been going off for 48 minutes now, um, mostly because they started going off in the middle of a podcast. And luckily it's a silent alarm. But I look at my phone and it, like every time I see it, it's like bloop right there telling me, hey, do this thing. I think that's going to be enough to make sure that I'm not dropping the super serious things. But at the same time, I know that if this doesn't work, I have to get all this stuff in order. But you may ask me, why do I use analog productivity? Why do I use notebooks and stuff? Like, why do I go through the process and labor of like cutting my notebooks down to size? It's because it's the one method that seems to work better than all other methods for me. And if it ain't broke, I ain't going to try to fix it. But it sounds like it's a little broken right now, so I am going to try to do some tweaks and figure this out. But this has been a shorter episode. I'm going to cut it there. Uh, I'm I'm going to try to do more of these. uh, Keep it around like 15, 20 minutes. I don't want it to be long. Uh, I want to engage with the community. We've only put out one episode and people have already been coming to me saying, hey, I really enjoy the content. So uh, I'm just going to give shout outs. So shout out to Ronnie Lutz, the home screen king. I will find a way to do a podcast with you. (laughs) Again, it's going to happen, Ronnie. I know you're hearing this and you don't have a way to hide. I will get a podcast with you and we will be talking about home screens. So there, you've heard it here. And as everyone that's listening as my witness, it will happen. And 
uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Shout out to Steve Lubitz, uh, who's going to be on the Pit Podcast this coming up week. Uh, shout out to Mike Schmitz for being the guest for this episode this past week. And if you haven't checked that out, be sure to do that over at productivityintech.com. Uh, there will be a link to that episode in the show notes on the Transistor page. And uh, maybe in the next one, I'll, I'll talk a little about. Uh, uh, I will talk a little bit about some other things that I've been doing on the coding side. But yes, I'm really excited to hear what y'all have to what y'all want to hear about and I hope that I can continue at this pace like I said my voice is a little scratchy because I've been talking for the last like two and a half hours but not every day will be like that I know not every day will be like that I'm not going to be recording every single day but I am going to be recording several times a week So if you are not subscribed, please do so. And as always, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so on Twitter. I'm at KJAYMiller. And of course, you can go to my website, uh, KJMiller.com. There's a contact page there, so you can email me. And of course, remember the K is silent. So if you talk to me, just call me J. Don't call me KJ. It's so weird when people call me KJ. It's like, you don't know me, (laughs) but it's fine. I know that that's what it looks like. So it's cool. I think Steve does it too. (laughs) I laugh every time he does it. But yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. I'm looking forward to the next one already. I'm looking forward to editing this one because it's it's kind of been like a little therapy session for me. Like I sit here and I I find little snippets. And uh, that's one of the other benefits about doing an underground podcast. Because you're not monetizing it and because you're not putting it out on major networks and have to worry about copyright violations and stuff. Like there's nothing stopping me from using any sound bites that I want. So movies, music, whatever. I'm not going to be grimy and put someone's entire song up, but I will take a sample clip uh, like I did from uh, yesterday. And I'm sure I will find some good ones for today, but that's going to do it. I'm Jay Miller. Uh, I almost set the ending for the productivity and tech podcast, but until next time I will talk to you later. See ya.